0: Welcome to Woman Reinvented with your host, Beth Smith. Our sponsor this week, My Tough Shed Home. Now, here's Beth.
1: Hey, today I'm so excited to welcome a special guest, probably the most special guest to me. Um, Barry, my husband um, and father to my girls, grandfather to our three amazing grandkids, uh, is with me today. Hi.
0: How are you? I'm
1: good. How are you? <laughs>
0: I'm good. It's kind of weird sitting right across the table from you, but yeah. this is fun. This
1: is fun. Um, so Barry uh, is a voice actor, and he is the person who you hear at the beginning and end of my podcast.
0: That's, that's right.
1: That's right. And he's really also my biggest supporter and fan. Um, he produces and edits the podcast, and he's been instrumental in supporting my crazy tiny home dreams, and,
0: I, I don't know that it's crazy.
1: <laughs> well, uh, some people would say it's crazy. Well,
0: some people might. I they, mean, might. You know.
1: they might. But um, anyway, so uh, I thought uh, several of you have asked for us to talk about our tiny house, why we chose to do it, and that kind of thing. And I thought, who better to have as my guest on my podcast but the person who actually shares the tiny house with me. That's
0: right. And, so this and, is, and shares the dream as well.
1: That's right. So this is totally off what would we say? I tried to figure off that script.
0: out. Off script. Off script. Off
1: kilter. <laughs> maybe that too. <laughs> this maybe, is totally maybe, off.
0: Maybe we could have Off Kilter uh, agree to uh, uh, let, us their, uh, I mean, let us be there and let us use their music right. in the podcast.
1: That's a Celtic bagpipe rock band that Barry listened to. Anyway, that is off topic, off script. Um, but I thought it would be fun today just to share, and I'm going to let Barry interview me. I'm going to interview him, and we're going to talk about our tiny house, which. Isn't exactly a tiny house. Some people would say there are rules about these things. You <laughs> there, know, so, <laughs> there seem to be. <laughs>
0: some tiny house people have very stringent rules about, about what this. they are, and that you know the you can't be more than uh, twenty-two square feet, or you know some some weird stuff like that. Our home is seven hundred and sixty-eight square feet, so it's tiny to us because we came from three thousand square feet. Um, but it doesn't. I guess it doesn't fit the definition of a. A 500 square feet or less tiny house, but it's certainly smaller than anything we've been used to living in. I think even when we first got married, our first apartment was bigger than our house. So, um, you know, how long, since we're talking about when we first got married, uh, Beth won't let me say how long we've been married. No, no, I won't. But... um, what what got you thinking about living in tiny houses? Because you've you've thought about this for as, as long as I've known you.
1: I remember when I was in college, I found this really cool book called Handmade Houses. It was like, you know, hippie. Handmade
0: or handmaiden?
1: No, just handmade. <laughs> it's like hippie looking houses that people have put together. And I just thought they were really cool. And actually, if I think further back, when I was a kid and I... My teacher was reading us the boxcar children, and they, the kids ran off into the woods and lived in a boxcar, and I always wanted to live in a train car. Well, in fact, I think when we were dating, I talked with you about you, how I wanted to live in a train you car. You did, I
0: thought you were insane. Um, but, <laughs> Part of uh, my appeal. But I, I you know, fell in love with you anyway, but I had never known anybody that had lived in a train car. Um, but even further back than that, didn't y'all live in a Quonset hut? On Okinawa, or there were Quonset there huts? There were Quonset okay. huts on
1: Okinawa. And then when we moved back, because I was, you know, a, a, a boomer, and my dad was stationed on Okinawa when I was a kid. Then when we moved back to the States, we went to church, initially in a Quonset hut, before they built a real building. So, yeah, I had quite a bit of exposure to that sort of different sort of building. Right. And was hot i remember that quonset hut was hot i wouldn't do that <laughs> now but uh yeah so i've just always been fascinated and in fact when we as we've moved we've moved all over the country we, we have
0: we've, everywhere. we've moved everywhere
1: um but every time we go looking for houses we never want to live in a subdivision we ended up doing it twice if i remember right one was we were one we purchased and the because there wasn't a lot of choice but we also then the other one we rented and we just don't like that sort of
0: Ha- uh, no, no, we never have. We we're, we're kind of gypsies at heart, and we we've never really wanted to have that big of a place to to have to always be taken care of, um, or have
1: the girl, the woman from the HOA come and clip our <laughs> right. clip our potted plants. So <laughs> you've too, met Cynthia, right, Cynthia? <laughs> uh, they're too, they're not the right size or whatever. So we've just never wanted to have our house door have to be painted the right color or whatever HOA is required, or the
0: right That's kind just, of bushes planted yeah, in the well, front it's yard. Yeah, just not who or, we are. Yeah, no, we we we're not those kind of people. Now, when you when we started dating, you had this really cool book, and that's kind of when I fell in love with the idea of a tiny house, because I had the idea of I don't remember the name of the book, I don't know who the author was. I, I remember the front cover, um, but it had um, a really cool wine barrel house in it. Yeah, and that's kind of how I started thinking about tiny houses. Or
1: something alternative. Uh,
0: Something alternative, yeah. I never thought about a a caboose or a rail car, but uh, I wouldn't mind having one of those on our property come to mention it. I still would love that. Yeah, I would love that too. So when you had our current house, for for everybody that's listening, we have a a Facebook page and we get a lot of questions about um, how we decided to do what we decided to do. So what led you what was the first thing that popped into your head when we when we bought our property? We we had already built a, a tiny house that uh, that we were going to retire to, and that um, our daughter and our grandchildren are now living in, which is great, by the way. I love that um, because we see our grandkids and our daughter every day. I, I miss our other daughter, right? Uh, but she doesn't have the uh, the the same goals of r- living in a rural community. So when we first started talking about a new tiny house for us to, to be in. What led you to where we are or what we're in now?
1: Well, when Pinterest came out, um, I started pinning all kinds of cool houses and different things. And I was kind of turned on to the tiny house movement and said, you know, we really wanted a tiny house. Actually to start with, I just really wanted a tiny little, um, one of those canned ham right. trailers, campers. Um, Cause I sort of like a playhouse to me, but anyway, um, so then we looked at really looked at living in a tiny house and two things. Number one, our county won't approve a tiny house on wheels, um, and where we ended up purchasing, we purchased property with no restrictions. But the county, we still have to meet county code. So right. that was one of the things that we that we had to do. And second, and I wanted a container home. I thought that would be so awesome. That would be
0: awesome. And then, we actually, there was a group in our in our town that actually built container homes for like lake houses and retreats and i guess you could live in there in them full time but then we found out that our county wouldn't allow now, container homes now i think built. they do but I then they do
1: a couple of years ago they wouldn't when we were starting this process so uh we ended up um you know i was trying we had just built we had just come off of building a house that took us quite some time there were several bumps in the road about it and um we were kind of tired And we were at Home Depot, which we obviously frequented a lot because we were building the other house. Yes. And they had um, a tiny home. Well, well, basically our house. They had a tough shed that was two stories in their parking lot. Now, that one was pretty ugly. It was... Cover it had like fake log siding, right? And I was, didn't it like was, it at all. But
0: the colors were wrong. But, the, the siding was wrong.
1: Right. I took Barry three times the Home Depot lot and made him walk in that house and like, see, we could do this and if she, it was just a little bigger and we she, could put the bathroom she right here. He kept saying
0: to me, "This sure looks like a house to me."
1: I'm <laughs> wink, like, wink. "This looks like a
0: tough shed to me." <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I don't know. One thing led to the other, um, and we were able to take some of. I had some stock. And we were able to just go...
0: Chicken or beef stock. Yeah,
1: yeah no. <laughs> um, I had got a stock distribution. And uh, so we decided to take that instead of starting from scratch and building the outside. Because we knew we could do the inside. But the outside is really high and really hard and really hot and buggy and all those things that I don't like. So we decided to um, check with our county building folks and kept talking to the tough shed guy, and I'd say, "Now this does meet code, right? This does meet code." And he'd be like, "Yes, ma'am, this speech <laughs> meets code." Because I was skeptical that we would get approved. So, um, yeah, we decided to just write a check for the outside of our house. Uh, we made some upgrades. We, made, we did. I don't like I don't like low pitched houses. I just like the peaky roofs. That's who I am. So all these houses have. <laughs>
0: high pitched roofs
1: and in even our shed for our goats says a high pitched roof um but yeah so we've changed the pitch we added metal because i love the sound of rain on metal roofs and i didn't want to have to think about an, uh changing roofing anytime soon and i also think it's kind of silly to have a black roof in the south
0: yeah i agree with that it just seems to me that it would just increase the heat signature of the house both inside and outside right now the the rain on the roof is is uh is a funny matter because we insulated the heck out of the attic right so that it's it's (laughs) hard to hear the rain on the on the tin roof but um but the house is nice and airtight so yeah um so this is a question uh, that we frequently get asked also um do we have plans for the house
1: um, so, how sort wh- of
0: what did we draw our plans on?
1: <laughs> a napkin, you know, the crazy business on a napkin, house on a napkin story. So we were sitting at a um, restaurant, and um, Barry and I have this. We 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 communicate really well, except visually. I try to say things, and he can't understand what the heck I'm saying, and and vice versa. So we have really have learned a good way to communicate in our marriage is just, just to, to draw it, draw it out. out. <laughs> Because we built all kinds of projects. Okay, let me just show you how, how, what I'm thinking of. And, you know, it, it solves a lot of um, anxiety along the way. But anyway, so yeah, I drew it out on a napkin. And then um, I went home and got some graph paper.
0: Because it had to be an accurate napkin drawing.
1: Right. And so I drew it out on graph paper. And honestly, I don't think we changed it that much. We The uh, sample that was in Home Depot had the stairs running up the back. Uh, and that's exactly what we did. Right. We just extended the the length of the house to where we could get a closet in a good way. And, um, and a master bathroom a master upstairs bathroom. in a good way. Yeah, so... And put a half bath. A half bath downstairs was really important to me. We both need our own bathroom spaces. Right. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we put a half bath under the stairs. Uh-huh. Um, that's your bathroom. And that's my bathroom. And the grandkids bathroom right and any visitor bathroom <laughs> right and the cat bathroom occasionally right but um, so we took the but we took the the graph paper drawing yes because in our county we didn't have to have an engineer drawing for blueprints right right and so we took the I graph mean,
1: we have an owner builder uh, specifications right, or something right
0: right so we took the graph paper to the planning committee and that's what we got approved, right. <laughs> was a hand-drawn,
1: a hand-drawn <laughs> house thing.
0: on graph paper. Right.
1: I, we have had a lot of people request our floor plan. I, I need to get it done in SketchUp or something instead of just sending them my graph paper.
0: <laughs> right. We could send people a, just <laughs> a, a photograph of my, the graph a picture paper. picture my graph paper. But I think there's also a coffee or water stain on the, that piece of paper now. now.
1: Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that we, we kind of knew exactly what we were going to do. Tough Shed came out. Uh, that was kind of interesting. Uh, you know, my I kept asking the guy, now this is meets code, right? And we got it here. Oh, and we ordered, oh, that's the other thing. We ordered Tyvek wrap.
0: Right. So we made so it, it, we changed the roof pitch, got metal roof, added Tyvek. And something uh, else. Extended two. it, made it a little bit Big, longer, bigger. and we went with two by six framing. But that right. was because that's we in wanted- that county code...
1: No, we wanted two by six framing to add extra insulation because we wanted a really insulated house. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, so they forgot the Tyvek, and that became a problem. And there was a couple of other little problems about how the house was attached to the concrete um, foundation. We had pre-done the foundation the way they told us to do it. But then when the county came out, they're like, "Mm, that's not what we want. So we had to, we worked with Tough Shed. And they they were were great. Great. They were great. They solved all that problem. They had an engineer scratching his head over trying and talking to the county, and they figured all that out. Stuff that would have been hard for us. So having somebody, you know, that knew what they were doing, I think was really helpful for us. The other thing, one of the reasons we chose to go with Tough Shed, now that I'm thinking back, is we had the house that we built prior was a little out of square. Uh, Yeah. Right? And it took us a while to get everything done, and there was reasons that that happened, but Tuff Shed built every one of these um, walls in a jig. Right. It's all square and in, flat. In their facility. Right. And so they bring the walls out pre-assembled, but they're square and flat. So right. So that was a big appeal to us.
0: That was a huge appeal. Right. And it was um, something that, that we felt was important enough and and just another thing that we didn't want to have to worry about. Right. Because we worried a lot over the first house that we built. Right. Right. Um, the, and this is uh, my funny story about the Tyvek because I think this is both funny and great in the end. Is that um,
1: by the way, Tyvek is house wrap. Yeah, just house, case, just, uh, just just a brand of of,
0: of of house wrap. But they forgot. Tough shed in the assembly forgot to put it on. So they came up, they got the walls all up, and then they put the siding up, but there was no Tyvek. And um,
1: I-, I stopped him about halfway through she and said, d- Ah,
0: yeah, she did. She said uh, we're supposed to have Tyvek. And so rather than taking down the siding that they had, had put up most of the way, um, we went to well, we went to our rep, and they, he came back and said, well, we'll just, in, we'll just upholster the inside walls. And our county inspector said, no, you can't do that. That's, that's not how it's supposed to be done. So everybody discussed it for a little while, and uh, we came up with the idea of just wrapping the, the siding that was up and then putting another layer of siding on. So we now have two layers of siding and insulation, which makes the house really quiet, right. really energy efficient because there's there's very little air escaping um, or coming in and uh, really comfortable in both the heat um, and the winter.
1: Right. In fact, um, when our inspector was coming in for final inspection, he said, hey, Beth, listen, what do you hear? And I was like, I don't know. What do I hear? And he said, "You don't hear anything. It's so quiet here." He, you know, he complimented us profusely on the house that we built and that. But I'm sure a lot of that had to do with the double siding I'm that sure we it accidentally did. got. All right,
0: and and the uh, the thicker insulation as well. But I think it was the double siding. All right. But uh, yeah, our planners were. I mean, our uh, our, our inspectors were great. Yeah. Uh, they helped us along in a couple of things. Um, and Tough Shed was really really good. Um what uh, what would you say in the beginning was your as this was going on was your the biggest headache for you
1: as far as the tough shed as as
0: far as construction. construction not just with tough shed but with with construction in general cuz i have an idea
1: i don't know you tell me
0: oh my biggest frustration was that it, tough shed can have the this size building dried in in four days. Oh, right. It took us like two years and, 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 to do well, the Well, no, it, it took us um, uh, a little over a month to get the house dried in because we kept having snow oh, and right. ice. Right. And, and it was so frustrating that every time we'd turn around, we'd have the crew scheduled to come out, and they'd say, yeah, we're going to be out, and then we'd have six inches of snow, or we'd have... Two inches of ice, or, I mean, it was just a crazy winter that year.
1: Well, yeah, and of course, here in just north of Atlanta, we don't think we're going to get snow and ice, but it was the end of December and the 1st of January, so I guess we should have expected that, but, and the crazy other thing is, people are like, I want to see your videos but it was so cold and rainy and snowy, we didn't take any. didn't
0: take very many of, of the, we of got the a construction few shots, process at all. But we
1: didn't really get any videos. I think we also had done a lot of videoing on the other house. Right. And maybe we were just like over it. I don't know. So we don't really have a lot of documentation about putting it together. <laughs> but we've scrounged up a few pictures that we took.
0: Yeah, and we can make a video out of the pictures Yeah, too, we can so do that. So people can at least see the process. Yeah. So um, we, we've talked about... Your deep inspiration yes, long time way ago. Back. And we talked about the uh, the process of, of planning and construction. Um, what about cost? We have a lot of people that ask about how much it cost. And that's hard to say because our cost is gonna be different than what anybody's anybody's cost is gonna be. Right. And so we already own the land. Uh, we had already had septic put in a uh, almost twice. Um huh. and um and had a well, uh-huh. so we didn't have to do that. So our pricing was just for the tough shed shell itself, right? And then for uh, the uh, the foundation, right? Which is just a concrete block foundation, which we
1: hired out. Uh, we didn't do any of the what I call the trades. We didn't do masonry. We didn't do electrical because clearly I don't need to be doing electrical. Well, clearly I've-
0: I don't. After the incident under the house, <laughs> right? But- That's
1: right. He almost killed himself <laughs> under the house uh um and then and plumbing you know that's scary to me i don't want to and, and screw gas that up. we didn't do anything with no, the gas. gas we didn't do any of that stuff so, No, and we even hired out drywall this time we didn't want to do right with that so but um, we
0: we laid the floors we laid the floors uh, beth we, laid all the tiles all the tiles in the bathroom and we installed all the sinks
1: we put it in the um, kitchen cabinets, yep. put them together. We bought them at IKEA, which are my favorite cabinets because they work so well. And
0: we hung hung the microwave and all that kind of fun stuff. Right. So, um,
1: did all those, you know, uh, hung doors, put in doors and uh, uh, cabinets. One of the fun things we did was in Barry's bathroom downstairs, we put his changing table from him when he was a baby. That's his vanity. That's right. It's, it's the sink basin. Sink basin. And then we got a cool IKEA farmhouse sink. Because we knew that we might want to be using that sink for other things downstairs, so that's a big sink. Um, and then, oh, we should talk about how I screwed up the bathroom.
0: I don't. I don't the floor plan. I, of the I don't bathroom. remember you screwing up the bathroom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so well played. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I had this idea in mind about the bathroom upstairs. It's five by seven, just a normal, standard, small bathroom. Just fits the bathtub and whatever. So when you have that setting usually the sink is on sink and the toilet are on one wall and the bathroom bathtub is on that back wall well i didn't like that i didn't want it to be like everybody else's and so i decided to do something different and by the time i realized what i had done and all the plumbing was in i couldn't fit a vanity in there in front of the toilet because because i wanted to cross from it right because i wasn't going to be able to meet code right so I scratched my head over that toilet code, toilet code, I scratched my head over that because you have to have like, I don't know, 18 inches or something in front of the toilet so you can actually stand up. <laughs> right. It's really important. <laughs> so I, uh, I ended up realizing that we were living in a camper at the time and our camper had a, a sink on, on a corner. And I was like, that's the solution. So I had an old, we had an old coffee table that somebody had given us. Huge,
0: massive, built like a tank, ugly. Ugly
1: coffee table, but had this really nice trim on the side. And so it's like a 90s sort of reddish coffee table with curved legs. We chopped that thing up, put it right in the corner, got the world's cutest little sink from Ikea. I put curtains underneath there and now I have all kinds of stuff underneath there instead of a cabinet. Uh, it came out great. So my mistake actually came out way better really than the nice. classic thing. So I'm glad we've solved it. Um, but yeah, I kind of screwed that one up.
0: Well, but it turned out so, really nice. And You it's, might
1: not want to follow my bathroom layout if I send you the plan. It's
0: perfect, though, for for the way we've done the bathroom.
1: Yeah, I mean, it gives the bathroom a lot more room than it would have been if it had had that everything in a row. Right. You have plenty of room. To move around in the small bathroom.
0: Right. Yeah. So I think it turned out great, and it's really cute. The sink yeah. is great. Everybody loves the sink when they come to visit. Oh, it is the world's the cutest it sink. It is the world's cutest sink. Yes. So well, we've we've been in the house now for two, almost two, years, almost two years.
1: I can't believe.
0: I can't believe it either. What? um How do you like living in a tiny space? I mean, that's it was. It's a big change from three thousand square feet.
1: Yeah, I mean, there are days where it feels cluttery, and I, I had, you know, I haven't gotten everything put away. If you in a tiny house, if you leave something out, I mean, the house looks messy. It's not like you, you know, when there are no doors to close. If company's coming, man, everything's showing.
0: If there's a coffee cup out of place, it it can look messy. Feels cluttery, yeah.
1: So I think the great thing is we got rid of. uh, I mean, we downsized. I don't know, like we threw everything away. Right. We don't want this. We don't want this. We don't want this, which was really um, like purging for mentally and physically to get in here, which we wanted to do. And then, um, so that I think helped. We have 33 inches of closet space. I have the bottom and Barry has the top. So I don't have 33 inches twice. I just have the bottom. Right. I don't need any more clothes than that, right? You know.
0: Well, neither neither one of us work corporate jobs anymore, Hallelujah. so I, you know I'm well, thankful. Well, that was
1: the main reason to do this,
0: right? I don't have the suits and the ties and all that kind of stuff that I used to have to have, and you don't have to have all the the corporate oh, VP stuff well, I don't uh, have to be a wardrobe VP that you used to have and have to, had to impress hospital CEOs or whatever, right? But uh, so we don't really need a lot of closet space. We just. Um, we just tend to accumulate a lot of stuff, and some of it's not ours. So right, a lot of because we have grandkids, grandkids that come and bring, bring over stuff Hot over and, Wheels and and, and and I'm looking at you know Nerf guns and, and Hot Wheels right now, and right. I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, I mean, so but I draw the line at Legos on the floor in the middle of the night.
1: Though. That is painful. <laughs> um, so yeah, I love living in a tiny house. Our kitchen is just like any other size kitchen. It is. It's
0: a very nice kitchen.
1: Um, the living space is small and when everybody comes over, we kind of have to sit, you know, around, um, that, but it's kind of rare for us to have a lot of people in the house because we live together on the property. Um, but we can always entertain in other ways. We're, you know, we have outside or we can go into town and eat out. Right. Um, we chose to live in a small town. Um, we looked, We looked at a lot of places. I mean, we've been living in Atlanta off and on most of our lives. We're pretty much Atlanta natives, and then we went away and came home. But um, we did do quite a bit of land searching. We wanted a town, a kind of a walkable town. So we live in a really cute kind of resort-looking town where a lot of people from Atlanta come up and um, visit.
0: Right, for the weekends, especially in the fall because it's absolutely beautiful up here during the fall.
1: So having the outdoors and having – and now – we're sort of turning into farmers. We have a garden. We have my daughter who lives in the house, the first tiny house we built. She's got three goats, six bunnies, uh,
0: five bunnies, five
1: bunnies, and we're getting ready to have bunny babies. So or, we don't know how many that'll four, be. Maybe four
0: because one one may have escaped this yeah, morning. Yeah, sometimes
1: they escape. Um, a bunch of dogs that aren't ours, but they come and, and they one, think one they're that ours. Is. Well, not a well, tarot. two, I guess. Um, yeah. So we have a lot of um animal visitors, but you know that's I just. It's really a nice way to live um, for us. And yeah. If I were single, I don't know if I would want to live out that this rurally by myself. Right. But, um, you know, it's good good for our family life. Um, back to the house, I wanted to mention a couple of the other things. The other thing we chose to do on the house to keep costs cost low, well, it was a little expensive first, was uh, we super insulated the attic. We super insulated the floor. And then we got mini splits. Right. Um, and we didn't talk about that, but that was kind of an upgrade, if you will. Yeah.
0: And it's uh, the mini splits have been uh, great, I think. Um, our they, our they,
1: power bill is our, so we, little. Yeah.
0: We spend maybe 65 to $75 a month um, on power yeah. Yeah, in this house. So it's super energy efficient. Um, we have, uh, you know... Um, an electric hot water heater, which is probably the biggest energy hog that we have. Everything inside is LED lights and right. um, gas, stove. Course, gas stove
1: and a gas heater to heat the house in case we right. lose power. Well,
0: it's a, I'd call it a gas fireplace oh, Okay, yeah, you know, gas a fireplace. heater sounds like it's a little propane tank. No, thing. No, no, no.
1: It's a, fu- a gas fireplace. Now
0: we've, and we've used it, we use it quite a lot for ambiance, but it's, um, it's really, really great if it's really cold which we've had a couple of really really cold in the in the single digits here and you know a a mini split system is basically an air conditioner and a heat pump right so it doesn't really heat when it gets really really cold i mean it'll it makes it okay but it's you're chilled around the edges so if we were to lose power completely um, our little gas fireplace can actually heat the entire house And after about an hour, we're turning the thing off because it's gotten so house hot in the house. So that it's nice to have that,
1: right? Yeah. So we wanted to make sure because we are in the foothills of the Appalachian
0: Appalachian mountains
1: Mountains, um, that we could, if we lost power, we wouldn't be freezing um, up here. But anyway, um, you know. So I think back to your original question: living in the tiny house is easy. I mean, if some, if company's coming and we need to clean up, it takes an hour.
0: Right. And if, if we need additional dining space, then we set up an easy up outside yeah. or a tent or, or right. something like that. We
1: often entertain in the fall when everybody wants to be up here in the mountains anyway. Right.
0: And we have a, a couple of festivals right. that we always seem to have a birthday around. So, right. So that works. Uh, so that works out.
1: Right. Um, and you know, a lot. I think one of the things that, you know, you look at all the big decisions you make in your life, like who you married or where you live. Um, and, you know, you know, sometimes you ask yourself if you would do it again. And I would totally do this again. Oh, I, most definitely. I have. Absolute, Including
0: the marrying part.
1: Exactly. I'd marry you again. Um, I have absolutely no regrets about um, building this house. Um, I don't think I'd want it. We've talked about as we get too old to climb the steps, maybe we'll build a, an extra room Right, or downstairs. put one of those,
0: what do they call it, Johnny Zippy Johnny, things that like goes yeah, up the
1: Yeah, like a up the stairs, uh, like a uh, <laughs> yeah. magic rider up right. the stairs. Um, but, you know, I um, I think we'd do it again. I don't think we'd have any Yeah, no, I about have, doing it. I have
0: it. no qualms whatsoever about living in a, in a tiny house. But um,
1: I think for us, the most important thing, I mean, it's comfortable to live in, but the most important thing was no overhead, no mortgage, no, um, you know, cutting our costs so we don't have to, a huge motivator for me was to get out of corporate, right. get out of corporate. I was like, really wanted to do that. And I don't think, I mean, I know living in a subdivision in a 3000 square foot house with a pool I could I would still be doing it. I right. still it'd still be making me crazy.
0: Yeah. Well it's it, it is, you know, it's a very comfortable house. Yeah. Um it's the my favorite house that we've ever lived in. Um my second favorite house was probably our place in Louisiana that we bought, but that's because we did so much work on the interior to make it and the exterior to make it completely Hours. different than it was before. I mean we totally changed that house both inside and out
1: yeah well but, i do have a little bit of a house sickness i mean you know we every place we've gone we've we've vamped and flipped and yeah you know so i don't do that here anymore so that's a good thing
0: well but well, i mean there's other things to do here i mean <laughs> like, the, the garden requires a lot of attention we're constantly mowing grass, mowing grass and and fixing fences because of the goats and uh, keep yeah, trying to keep bored. the bunnies in and the the dogs away from the bunnies and the goats away from the garden. I mean, there, it's always something to do here. Um,
1: well, also with COVID, you know, having it would be really hard for me to have been living in like an apartment where I couldn't get out. Right. I have to be. I have to be able to get out, even right. though it's hot right now. But. Well, we
0: have great outdoor spaces, so it's um, it has been kind of nice. I mean, with the uh, we've mostly. I don't know that we I would call it quarantined ourselves, but we've kind of isolated ourselves up here and go out to the store when we need to. But there's, you know, because of where we live, uh, it's very easy just to get out on the property and do something. Right. Um, so you're always busy. Now you hit on something uh, just a second ago, um, where you were talking about costs. Right. And that, uh, you know, one of the things you wanted to do, uh, was to get out of the, the corporate rat race and, um, I think that's probably a goal for a lot of people, right? And probably even more people, it's a goal to reduce their costs, to um, to become mortgage-free, uh, to live a simpler life. There's there's just there's a thousand and one reasons for for people to to build a tiny house or to buy a tiny house. Right. Uh, and of course, we've got tiny house communities popping up yep. now we all over North Georgia. Yeah, we just went to one yesterday.
1: Yep. Yeah. So cost. Um- you know the thing is about tiny houses is a lot of people think that you can get into them for like I don't know ten thousand dollars or something you 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 know whatever size you are picking, but if you look at a house in a in most communities they start at about a hundred dollars to a hundred and fifty dollars a square foot right right and then whatever the land cost is now if you're in California and San Diego that could be a thousand dollars a square foot but you know in the South where we live or in more less uh, dense spaces. If you find something at 100 to $150 a square foot, that's pretty good. But tiny houses don't work that way because, think about it, every, you still have to have a bathroom, right? right? That's that's the expensive part of your house. You have to have a kitchen. And that's you still
0: ex- have to have plumbing.
1: still have to have plumbing. You have to have electrical. You have to have heat and air. Um, so if you add an extra bedroom, that's really cheap square footage. Um, so tiny houses... There's per square foot cost is much higher. Right. Maybe two hundred dollars a square foot. Um, I saw a tiny house on wheels that some girl's trying to sell. I think she's out in Portland, Oregon. It's three hundred square feet and it's a hundred and forty thousand dollars. And honestly, I don't know what that math is, but that's a pretty expensive house. So, uh, but then you can find tiny houses that are not. Campers, but they're you know they're still on wheels, but right. they're houses, small houses on wheels, like for forty thousand. Right. Um, our tough shed, honestly, I I have all most of the receipts. I haven't added everything up because I kind of didn't want to know. Um. Well, you know we know how much money we had and how much when we don't have. Right. So, <laughs> uh, came in somewhere around sixty to sixty five thousand.
0: Right. Now again. If but you're with seven hundred and sixty-eight square feet, right? Well your price can is going to be more or less depending on the area that you live and depending on the finishes and the appliances and stuff like that that you want to put in it. Um, but the great thing about a tiny, uh, about a tough shed tiny home. So if you're if you're contemplating a building a tiny home, then. Um, we're not affiliated with Tough Shed. No. We don't get anything for it. We
1: wish we did. Yeah, I, I, I know we sent I did. lots of people to Tough Shed. We
0: have. I know of at least twelve people that have purchased Tough Shed houses because of of our Tough Shed house. Right. But um, uh, the great thing about Tough Shed is that it you can they'll build it to pretty much the 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 dimensions that you want as long as it's sixteen feet wide. It can be twenty two feet long. It can be 28 feet it can long. Be it can be wider than 16. Can it? I thought they could only do 16 no, because do of their more. trailers. So any, okay. So I, I was incorrect on that, but they can, they'll work with you to make it be anything you want it to be. And because it's a shed and it's not a, a tiny house on wheels, your initial cost is going to be a lot less because you don't have to customize absolutely everything that goes in it. Uh, your sink basin doesn't have to be customized because you have to have it be only 10 inches wide and you can only then put a a, you know a nine inch sink in there um your walls don't have to be fabricated so that they can run ride down the the road as opposed to a tiny house on wheels as opposed to a tiny house on wheels right so uh, it's i mean tiny houses on wheels are cool they are um and they're they're really neat i'd love to have one just to to go on vacation in and just use it like a a camper but have it be a tiny house but there's some, you know, when we were talking about it, there are some things that I said I didn't want. And I, you know, I didn't want to have to lay down in a loft bed and sit up at night and worry about whacking my head on the ceiling. Yeah. I wanted a real ceiling over my head that I could stand up in. And so we've got, you know, both floors of our house have eight foot ceilings, which right. is very nice. Right. Um, so, you know, there, there are certain, so the cool factor to a tiny house is really Really nice, Um, but but the function. If you if you're just a couple, then you know living in 300 square feet or 250 square feet on a trailer that you can go places in has a lot of appeal. It has a tremendous amount of appeal, especially if you work remotely to begin with. I mean, if if you're if you're a remote worker and you've got your computer, um, and uh, you know as long as you've got an internet connection, you can literally work anywhere in the world. Um, But if you've got a family. And you've got you need to have a little bit more space than that. If you don't want to be cramped, then you know I think a shed house is the is definitely the way to go.
1: Yeah, I mean it was good for us. Um, So anyway, we could probably talk about it all day.
0: We could. But we probably shouldn't.
1: But we probably shouldn't. Um, clearly, we are fans of Tough Shed. Um, they were good to us, and Home Depot was great to us. We Home now Depot everybody was knows phenomenal. us by name, just like the Cheers Bar. We go to Home Depot like it's uh, Home Depot is our Cheers, right? But or, they,
0: they don't serve alcohol there, No, though. No, but, but they have been known to bring <laughs> me coffee when I go early right. in the morning.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, so if you are trying to kind of find out you know, what we did, our project. We had a website, but we weren't really using it. So that's not we're trying to get that back up. But right now you can find our pictures of our house on My
0: Tough Shed Home on Facebook.
1: On Facebook. And uh then we're we'll Instagram. Nope, oh, we're also on Instagram. Um and um then I'm uh of course we have Woman Reinvented as our pod as my podcast. And um Barry's are you ready to talk about what you're thinking about doing?
0: Sure. Uh, I, I well, uh, a we're developing a new website, yes, uh, which will be good. But um, I'm going to be launching in the next few weeks Radio Tiny House, which is going to be a um, an online radio show that will be turned into a podcast, so you can listen to it later. Um, where we're going to talk about the ins and outs of tiny homes. We're we're not going to talk about um, uh, you know political things. We're not going to talk about grandchildren. We're not going to talk about anything. Well, Although maybe. We, I'll talk about my grandchildren. Right, right. Um, but uh, we're going to talk about uh, politics in the sense that it relates to tiny houses. Right. What's going on in your community? What's going on? And you know, what laws need to be passed in order to help you do this? And, um, and well, we're, I think we're going we... to interview guests. We're going to interview not only builders. Uh, but we're going to talk to people that live in tiny homes. We're going to talk a little bit about financing tiny homes. We're going to talk about tiny house news. Uh, what's going on all around the world. So... um, I think we
1: have a burden to... There are a lot of obstacles from getting from, you know, out of the standard subdivision mindset. Right. Debt-ridden mindset. And um, so I think we have a real heart for legislation and getting, you know, finding out what's going on and where you can actually park them and what to do with that, how to do that.
0: And I think that's, you know, we we've seen a lot of questions on, on our tiny house that people just, well, how did you do that? Where you live? Did you have to, you know, did you hook up to a sewer? Did you do this? Did you do that? How did you do this? A lot of it is, is how, Um, but if you're, if you're in a, a, you know, a tiny home on wheels, then, you know, one of the first questions I would ask is where can we go with this? Because a lot of campgrounds won't allow you to go there. So, uh, we'll talk about some of the places that you can go, some of the campgrounds you can stay in, uh, some tiny home communities that have some spaces that you can you can come in and, and pull into temporarily, um, or live there. I mean, you can live there full-time as well. So uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's going to be different. I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be incredible. In, in, I can't talk now, incredibly interesting. Um, well, I can't talk, I, and it's but... how I make my money. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we'll be launching uh, Radio Tiny House in a couple of weeks. Um, so the, um, the website and the station will be up at the same time, and then um, I will, we'll be saving every uh, episode that we do now. We're not going to be broadcasting 24 hours a day on the Internet, you know, about, about tiny homes because I don't, I don't know that there are that many content creators out there, and, and um, uh, I can't talk for 24 straight hours. Uh, although Beth would tell you that I could sometimes. but um, so we've got that. the website's going and uh, we'll be making some changes to our our Facebook uh, page. Beth has already made some changes to the Instagram page. So uh, we're we're really excited about telling people about uh, tiny homes, tough shed tiny homes is kind of our specialty because that's what we live in. Um, but it's I think with with coronavirus, we've seen, um, a change kind of in, in, in housing and what people expect out of their lives. And I think a lot of people have looked at this and said, well, what am I going to do with, with mom and dad, you know, uh, when they get older, what am I going to do with grandma? Um, how can I live in such a way that, uh, if I lose my job, I don't lose everything. Um, and, and I think that, that, uh, this pandemic has really adjusted a lot of people's thinking to, to looking at a tiny house lifestyle.
1: Yeah, I agree. All right. Any last thoughts? Um I'm not sure who no. hosted whom. <laughs> <laughs> well
0: it's your podcast, so <laughs> yeah. you get the last word. <laughs> I guess I get
1: the last word. Well, thank you, Barry, for visiting. Um, I, you know, I liked the interview format in my podcast. Sometimes most of the time I do an interview form format but it's really nice to be able to have somebody sitting across the desk somebody who knows me way way better than anyone should um, and be able to uh, just share what we're excited about.
0: Yep. That's exactly um, right. This
1: has been a lot of fun. It has been. Yep. We
0: should do this more often. <laughs>
1: yes we should. <laughs> Sayonara.
0: Adios. <laughs> Arrivederci. Thank you for listening to Woman Reinvented with Beth Smith. For show notes or to contact Beth, visit her website at bethwsmith.com.